Two-Faced Wrestling Talk, the podcast that goes beyond WWE and goes in-depth on NJPW, AEW, ROH, PWG, and more. Also featuring fun pop culture and wrestling crossovers, listener Q&As, and extended discussions about wrestling topics past, present, and future. Now, here's your host, Kelsey. Hi guys, and welcome to Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. I'm Kelsey, and I'm joined, as usual, by my co-host Paul. We're back! Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. Did you miss us? Well, more importantly, I guess, did you miss her? I'm sure you didn't miss me, but... I'm still doing content. (laughs) Yeah, but you weren't talking wrestling. No. Yeah. Kelsey's uh, had a little bit of malaise about wrestling lately, Uh, so hopefully tonight and doing the podcast will perk her back up. We'll see. <laughs> uh, let us know you guys' thoughts on Elimination Chamber. Shout them out in the chat right here. We'll try to address as many comments as we can. We always like to do that to get you guys involved. I uh, like to include you. And we'll talk about our thoughts about the show as time goes on. We'll just kind of do a general rating, I guess, here at first. So overall, what did you think of the show, Paul? It was decent. I mean, it wasn't uh, spectacular. I don't think it lagged in any way. Uh, but it was it was decent. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'd give it a B minus or a B at the most. But, you know, I mean, nothing overly spectacular. I was thinking along the same lines as you. I would have to give it I was actually just going to give it a solid B. Um, I wasn't going to go B, B minus because I thought there were some good points in there. And the weak parts were some sequences in the match and some of the matches I thought were a little weak here and there. But uh, other than that. It did what it needed to do. I do think, however, that the main event, the women's match, I thought that could have been a lot longer, more in-ring action, let's say. I mean, I know they wanted to have Shayna dominant, and I liked seeing her dominant, but at the same time, like it feels like Asuka passed out as quickly as Liv passed out, and I think you kind of have to have Asuka last a little bit longer and at least have some sequences in the ring with Shayna. It just felt so quick to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think it was kind of uh Royal Rumble-esque in that they kind of had Shayna tear through everybody. Hey, Justin, how are you? Um, it, it was, uh, you know, I, I think it was that kind of thing where Shayna just kind of rolled through everybody. And the problem is there was no drama there because you knew Shayna was going to win, you yeah. know? You know, there was no chance of a surprise or anything like that, really. So that's the only downside of that is, you know, Shayna was so dominant that I almost would have rather seen Shayna do what she did, but be the last one in the match. Yeah. Like that way, you know, because you got to see right off the bat, who was it at the beginning? It was Sarah and Ruby, Mm -hmm. right? At the beginning? Or was it Sarah... And that. What do you mean at the beginning of the match? Or the, yeah, the very the Shana very took out. No, first. the very very beginning of the match. It was uh, it was Natty and uh, Ruby, and, and so they had a great showing, and then Sarah had a great showing. So I, I think if you're going to have Shayna dominate, you could at least every had everybody else have the the stage for a little while, and then Shayna dominate. Yeah, I, I like that idea better. And hey, I, <laughs> I also think that it was a good thing that Sh- Shayna was dominant, like we're saying, but at the same time. Uh, I'm happy that at least Natalia, I think Natalia looked really good. I think besides Shayna, she had the best showing out of anybody in that match. Yeah. In terms of she really took a beating and just kept going. And that's what I love about Natty. She never gets enough due props, in my opinion. So I like to see her shine when she can. And 
Uh, she had some decent sequences, and she at least appeared strong because she kept getting back up. Yeah. And I felt like she kept getting the brunt of things. Yeah, so. she took a beating in that match. She and, did. Yeah, I thought Sarah Logan was impressive uh, in the time she was in there. Uh, Michael, we get it. You didn't watch the pay-per-view. <laughs> You're going to be very disappointed in this uh, discussion <laughs> because that's all we're talking about. Well, and WrestleMania. <laughs> well, and WrestleMania, looking ahead. But um, I thought, uh, you know, the the men's tag team uh, elimination chamber match, I thought was really good. Uh, Can't raise my chair. Oh. <laughs> I want people to see my Nickelodeon shirt. <laughs> okay. But you got to be in the chair, first well, of all, to raise do? it up. Yes. <laughs> I want you guys to see my Nickelodeon Now raise shirt. up. Push up. How? Push up. I am. There oh, you go. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. You can kind of see Reptar now. <laughs> that's too much. All right. That's good. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys can see it. Look, Nickelodeon. Yay. All right. <laughs> uh, I thought I could do that more easily. <laughs> right off the bat, a question. Do we think Gulak and Brian versus Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania? That is an interesting question because uh, obviously. Brian kind of nodded back at Gulak yeah. with respect. And Gulak had a great showing because I. Unless I'm wrong, he has not been on the pay-per-view stage. Uh, I don't even know if he's been in an NXT TakeOver or anything like that. So I thought it was a great performance by Gulak. And, you know, as you said, Brian kind of gave him the tip of the hat at the end of the match. So, yeah, I'd be okay with uh, Miz and Morrison going against the two of them. You know, because right now I don't know what else you've got Daniel Bryan maybe for at WrestleMania anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a great point because, you know, Daniel Bryan coming back, what are you going to have him do? Uh, he's kind of like in yet another phase of his career. It feels like he's going through phases every now and then of what he's up to, which is good. It's good to be versatile and always change things up. But at this point, it's like, what else is he going to do? The whole Bray thing's passed by, and now Bray's doing stuff with John Cena. And we'll get to that later because I do want to talk a little bit about WrestleMania and the plans that are unfolding. And Michael here is saying it seems like it was a setup pay-per-view. Well, yeah. yeah. That's kind of what Elimination Chamber has been in the past. And, I mean, when you're thinking about it being the pay-per-view before Mania, it's it, it kind of just naturally becomes a setup pay-per-view. Right. The, uh, the only thing is, you know, and obviously we haven't had a show, but – you know, Roman got to automatically basically declare that he was getting Goldberg at WrestleMania. Roman, What's up with that? Roman yeah. should have had some sort of match in this to at least qualify, you know, for WrestleMania, a number one right. contenders match or something like that. That, you know, yes, this is a setup pay-per-view, but you could have had some other matches of consequence that set the stage for WrestleMania. Right. Uh, so... Uh, Gulak has been on pre-show matches with 205 Live. Uh, that is true. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's he's a solid competitor and he was on 205 Live. And, you know, I mean, obviously 205 Live kind of got buried. You know, it we've talked about it on the show in the past. It's after the main show in the big arena. It doesn't have the pop that it should. Yeah, uh, but it was yeah. way better when it was back you know, NXT. Yeah. But like, you know, when they had the cruiserweight tournament and, and all, or the 205 live or 205 tournament, um, you know, Gulak shined in that. So he's, he's very good. He is good, but you know, you've got to have a personality too yeah. to shine sometimes. It's like, there's so many great wrestlers out there. And I know I say that a lot. If you guys are longtime listeners of our old podcast and, you know, I say that a lot, you can be a great wrestler and there's tons of them out there. You got to have something extra, I think, to shine and to stick out or else you just become another one in, in the ocean, another guy in the crowd. Yeah. Dave says he, he hopes, uh, the match with Brian gets him more because the match tonight was great. Yeah, yeah it was. I, I was a little apprehensive about that leading off the show, but it was a really strong match. I mean, a couple of solid matches, a good opener. A yeah. couple of those Germans by uh, Kulak. I mean, the one where he 
tossed Daniel and Daniel landed on the back of his, his head. His neck yeah. like folded. That looked really good. That was very powerful. And of course, commentary was selling like his neck's hurt again. He could be hurt. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought that was pretty good to cement that, you know, he's in question. And let's talk about commentary for a second, because I was looking at, of course, you know, people place different emphasis on Dave Meltzer's awards, but I saw that I think the the readers voted Corey Graves as the worst commentator. And I'm just very surprised by that because I know in his personal life, Corey Graves is kind of lame, but <laughs> in his like commentary, I think he's really good. I think he sells the match. He's a good heel commentator. He's entertaining. He's funny. He, and he makes the competitors seem threatening when he needs to. So to me, he puts over the guys, he puts over the match. Uh, sometimes a little heelish. He is it all. He's heelish. And, and like the difference between him and King he knows more. Well, not just that, but he's even if he is bad mouthing the wrestlers, he's putting them over. Whereas, like King with Umberto Carrillo is basically making it seem like the guy is a jobber, you know. So that I, to me, that's the difference. You can you can sell that somebody's. I mean, like the best is Corey Graves, bad mouth and Sasha Banks. It's the that, greatest. That's yeah. the best. It and is she'll the best. stab you in the back. That's great. But when like King minimalizes Umberto Carrillo so much, and at one point called him Umberto Guerrero tonight, yeah. you know, that's the kind of stuff I don't like. I mean, badmouth the guys for not being good people or whatever, because that's what you're supposed to do. But selling short their wrestling abilities, I never have liked. I don't like that either because, you know, at the end of the day, even if you're a heel commentator, you're trying to get them over right. like subtly. It doesn't matter how or even if you berate them a little bit, don't berate their in-ring skills, right. though, per right. se. Uh, after that uh, Gulak-Daniel Bryan match, uh, there was an interview with uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. And there was another one of the uh, video glitches. And there's all kinds of speculation about that. I would love to hear some of your thoughts. Um, everybody seems to think it's Killer Cross, but yeah. then most people are thinking Killer Cross is going to NXT. So if it's not Killer Cross, then who is it? Who is the glitch? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. I'm I, too out of the loop to have a guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, but I like that they're not calling attention to it. It's just, it's going on in the background. It's going on in the broadcast. So that part is kind of interesting to me as well. And I'd love to hear anybody's speculation on who that might be that is coming. And will that person show up at WrestleMania? Will they show up the night after WrestleMania? I thought they would show up later in the show tonight after yeah. that glitch happened when, you know, uh, Ziggler was talking. I thought, okay, well, tonight's the night then. Yeah. And it didn't happen. You know, the pay-per-view actually kind of flew by. I thought it felt really quick. I, I don't know. And I don't know if that's because... It was just because some things were obvious, like the results were obvious a little bit, so it felt like it was quicker than it was, or if it really was a technical quick pay-per-view. I mean, how many hours? Uh, three and a half? Was yeah, it, it was, normal? It was 3.45, yeah. So yeah. I guess it's it just is a kind of perception that it was quick. Yeah. But it just felt super fast. I don't know why. Like I said, maybe it's because some of the matches, we kind of might have known the result ahead of time. Yeah. Could easily speculate. Uh, Justin Harrison thinks it's Mustafa Ali with a new type of gimmick, and Dave Pazewski agrees that it's Ali. So yeah, it could, could be. be. Mustafa's been off TV for a little while, so uh, it'll be interesting to see if that's who it is. Uh, going on, Andrade versus uh, Umberto Correa. We mentioned King uh, Badmouth and Carrillo. Uh, I I was a little disappointed in this match because I didn't feel like I, I thought Carrillo was great and Andrade was solid, but it wasn't like I guess I'm measuring all Andrade matches 
against that that series with Rey Mysterio last year, which were some of the best matches of the year of WWE all year. Yeah. Uh, You see, I'm a little less harsh. Maybe it's because I'm not measuring it against that standard, but I thought it was a great match, period. I thought it was entertaining. It was high flying. I thought it was one of my, you know, favorite matches of the night. I liked it. No, it was a really good match. It was. (laughs) Michael says CM Punk. Just kidding. Yeah, right. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. (laughs) and I guess I didn't really like the Andrade ending either uh, on the roll up because I'm, I, I mean, I get yeah, it. I, know. I get it. He cheated, used the tights, but unless it's setting up for one final showdown at WrestleMania, which it might be. Well, I like that. It's like heelish. It gives him the win, you know, I don't know. Uh, the men's elimination chamber match. Uh, I thought it was really solid. And the funniest part is Lucha house party was awesome, but you knew they were going to be the first ones eliminated but we did get to see a really awesome like flip off the top of the chamber by dorado at yeah. least we got that yep and then before they were eliminated and, and grand Mantelik had a couple of uh great moves he did the zenton to the new day off the top of the pod and then did a hurricane ron off the top of the pod to morrison so lucha house party was awesome but then after they hit their two great moves they got eliminated yeah. uh but it was nice to look for so long they've basically been you know, the guys that are going to lose, you yeah. know? So it was nice that they got to be in the pay-per-view and got to show off a little stuff. Cause they are, they are really good as, as we all know, but uh, kind of got a chance to show for a little while, even if it wasn't, uh, it didn't result in a victory or even close to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about Ziggler and rude working together? Well, I, I like it in that uh, I don't think anybody's overly excited about them right now, singles wise. So why not pair them together as heels? You know, then you throw in the Mandy Rose angle with Ziggler. At least it's giving Rude something to do at all. Yeah. Because he was kind of squandering away, in my opinion. Dave has a good comment here about this tag match, chamber match. Yeah, the, he thought it was it had a weird energy, energy and that it was a little slower than he thought it would be. I agree with that. Uh, it almost seemed like there was some hesitancy, uh, you know, when Dorado did the uh, flip off the top of the chamber, which was awesome. Right. Uh, I, I mean, swinging like a gymnast and, and releasing. It was awesome. But you could see the setup where heavy machinery uh, at one point, I think Tucker even yelled out Lindsay like he didn't know where he was going or what he was doing. And they kept looking back like they were yeah. confused Otis, what to do. Otis, Otis looked confused the entire time. I don't know what was going on. He looked so confused. And, and then the Usos on their splashes. I, again, I don't know if it was Jimmy or Jay, but they were off sync. The one was perfect. The other one kind of landed on his feet. And, <laughs> and he didn't get as high and didn't like yeah, expand so, as much. So I, I agree with the fact that, that this match was not as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, there were some cool sequences. I mean, Tucker getting the show, his fantastic, fantastic athleticism for a big man was awesome. I love how he was trying to like defend Otis. Yeah, like, that was my favorite part where he's like, you mess with my boy. <laughs> I'm going to mess with you. <laughs> um. I, I, I like that Corey referred to Otis as looking like the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. Yeah, great yeah, line. Yeah, uh, and, and and probably and he it, is crazy looking. Yeah, so. it makes as much sense as Gritty. Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, Otis ended up going through the pod to the floor, which was a that was epic. a cool thing. It, it's it's one of those things though. It's like. He just kind of went through plexiglass. Like it wasn't a big. People were excited about but, it. They were but, chanting "Holy S." I know, but it it was cool and it was a cool visual. But at the same time, 
it wasn't like he went through a real glass or anything. I mean, it was a, a piece of plexiglass that just popped out of you the, gotta suspend your disbelief popped out of the frame. You know, it's like a move. You got to suspend your disbelief at some point and just accept it as that, that's pretty cool looking. But the t- Tucker somersault off the top of the pod. I thought that was really cool. Uh, but like Kofi and Big E didn't feel like they did hardly anything in the I match. know and it's <laughs> funny because if you rewind back to Elimination Chamber last year right. which we were there live and it was magical because that was the beginning of Kofi's like Cinderella run we didn't expect that after Elimination Chamber people would be wanting Kofi in Wrestlemania but that's what ended up happening so for to go from that to Kofi now doing this not that it's I mean, he's still in the Elimination Chamber match, but it just felt like less because we knew that the end result wasn't going to be something bigger. Like, it didn't feel electric like it did last year. So it just wasn't the same. Well, it was you, kind of a bummer. And you look forward, you know, he was in that match at WrestleMania, which was such a big deal last year and such a great moment. And now it's like, what are they going to do with Kofi at WrestleMania this year? Maybe nothing. I, I mean, he's got to be in some sort of match, but they it, might be like, is he going to be in that uh Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That would be I, I mean, sad. that that would be a huge drop down. So, or the new days like the, uh, you know how they kind of just the talk. Hosts? Yeah, the host. Uh, yeah, that would be. They a might huge do that drop again. down too. Yeah, I mean, from winning the title at Mania to that, yeah. it's like a huge downer. But you know, it is what it is. It really sucks. Uh, you know, I feel like last year's Mania, people complained about the build and about the Mania itself. But when you look at it, I mean, we had two great matches. We had the awesome Kofi moment at Mania last year, and we had the really interesting Ronda Rousey storyline with Becky and Charlotte. Now, this year, I feel like they're so over reliant on legends to go against the current roster. And this has been a criticism I've had of WWE for years, and I thought they were finally moving away from it. I thought, okay, they'll just do that during the Saudi shows. They'll go back and use the legends, but then keep kind of like the main show's current guys. No. All of a sudden now for WrestleMania, like three of your huge matches have old school legends because as we know, we'll get to Undertaker made an appearance, so it's looking like Undertaker and AJ. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking at yep. Mania. Yeah. Which I don't really honestly I, I want to counter my own statement, but <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like seeing Taker. I like the feel of it. And Dave had a great tweet. Good guy Dave said I'll never stop popping for Taker. The moment that gong hits, I feel like a kid again. It never gets old for me. And I understand that mentality. mentality. And I kind of, I can understand that completely. And I relate to it. Because I do get excited when you hear his music. But at the same time, like, he can't have that awesome match like he used to. So it's No, just like, he barely could pick up AJ for that chokeslam. Exactly. That was a weak-looking chokeslam. And slam. so that's what AJ is going to do at Mania, is have a match with him. And it's going to be short. And it's like, you know, that's a guy who could go with anybody on the roster currently. Well, it's ironic. I'm actually wearing my WrestleMania 33 sweatshirt from Orlando. Yeah. And in that, you had Goldberg, which you thought was going to be his last match, going against Brock Lesnar. We had The Undertaker seemingly retiring after his loss to Roman Reigns in which in a match that was in a match that was not very good. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, And so you thought both of those guys were done. Now Goldberg's the champ. He's going against Roman Reigns. Undertaker comes back and he's been in the last couple. And now he's going against AJ. And then, you know, John Cena against the feet. That's the one I honestly don't have a problem with, though, because to me, well, John Cena is still like in shape enough to have a great match. Yeah, he hasn't been around much, but I feel like this is their chance to right the ship. This is their chance to right the wrong. If you guys remember a long time ago, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 30 around that time. uh, Bray and Cena had a match, but I don't think 
I don't think Bray won. No, Cena won. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like now it's their chance to finally, and you know, Bray's had matches with other legends, including Undertaker, but never ends up going over. So he keeps missing his big op- opportunity to get a legend to put him over. So now it's like, now it could finally happen. Now, if it's the opposite way and Cena goes over, <laughs> then I'll be sorely disappointed. Yes. But I'm thinking like if it's Bray, which it should be, then then that's a good match, I think. And a good rub for Bray. Uh, let's go to a couple of the comments along those lines. Let's uh, go back to two things that Michael says. He's tired of the New Day and would like to see a Big E heel turn. Now, that would be a great WrestleMania match if Big E turned against Kofi and they went against each other. I don't want to see New Day break up. I, I like them too much. Uh, and I do have to say, somebody said uh, uh, New Day will probably be involved in a four-way tag. Yeah, well, year, Which could be too. That's probably likely. But Michael also brings up a good point about Triple H. And there's nothing seemingly in place yet for him. No. Um, where I have thought since they announced WrestleMania, one of the main things I've been thinking about since then is how Triple H is going to incorporate pirates and the pirate ship at Raymond James Stadium into his entrance. So if, yeah. if Triple H isn't in WrestleMania, I'm going to be disappointed because, the entrance. because I thought the entrance would be epic. So. Well, somebody's going to use that ship. Yeah, I know. But he just always has the best entrances at WrestleMania. That's so right. using the pirate ship makes sense. So maybe maybe they'll get him in. Who knows? Uh, well, good. we actually saw the arena before we go on. We just saw it the other day. We were there for the XFL. Mm-hmm. We went to go see Tampa play, and that was pretty cool. And so we went and looked at where our seats are going to be. Pretty darn good seats, i got to say, because we're going to be there live at yep. Mania. So yep, should be for cool. sure. Uh, Justin, good point. WWE always wonders why they can't build new stars. It's because they keep throwing legends big money to go over the younger talent and never let the younger talent get over. That's a good point. Plus, he says Vince keeps changing his mind and giving up on people. Cedric, Ricochet, Shinsuke, all excellent points. I mean, oh yeah, Shinsuke. When's, man. when's the last time Cedric uh, was even on TV? Uh, Shinsuke, you know, is- he won the Rumble once. Oh, Shinsuke. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, and you, it doesn't I, feel like right, that. Right, I thought you meant Cedric. I'm like, no, 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 did no. I miss that? Shinsuke, he won the Rumble once. Right. What? It doesn't feel like that. Yeah, and Rico- Ricochet was so over when they when he came in, and now it's you know he's just a guy. That's what people are saying. A lot of people talking about Ricochet this week. You know what the heck's going on? Uh, well, last week technically they're saying like, what the heck's going on? He's just losing for no reason. So he was doing so well at first, and now right. it's kind of like he's forgotten a little. Well, and, and it kind of, that kind of leads to the discussion of the next match because he and AJ, I mean, AJ, Alistair had such great chemistry as a tag team. It's a shame that they broke those guys up. If they don't have anything else for them. Right, because they were so good together. But, you know, and, and Alistair seems like he's so, finally getting some sort of a singles push, getting the win tonight over AJ, albeit with the help of The Undertaker, uh, you know, eliminating the OC. But... I like those guys together. I kind of wish too. they were still together. And like I just said, like if they have nothing else going on, why not keep them together? And they'd be great contenders, you know, for Miz and Morrison or whatever. Yep. That'd be something fresh, I think. Uh, but uh, in that match, AJ was going against Alistair. And- Although, aren't they on separate brands? They are. Yeah, but still, I was just going to let that go. Whatever. <laughs> I, I hate the brand splitting away for the tag championships because you got such a limited pool on each brand in my opinion for tags otherwise it's not a big deal but tag champions like i'd love to see that matchup that'd be fresh and cool but you can't do it it's separate brands right to me that would work though in terms of the idea of it i agree i agree 
Uh, Alistair, a, a victor, and as we mentioned, AJ seemingly on his way to a match against The Undertaker, which seemingly is a, wake, a waste for AJ, but maybe for AJ, it's kind of a dream match for him that maybe he's always wanted. I so. was going to bring that up. Like, there's another side of the coin where I'm sure AJ in his mind is like, I've always wanted this. This is so cool. Who would have imagined, like, me versus The Undertaker at Mania? Like, that's a huge deal. So to us, we're complaining, but maybe AJ's happy as can be with it. But at the same time, like, you know, if you talk about match quality and Mania used to be a special time to reward people who've done great all year long, and you get some great matches, like a few gems on WrestleMania back in the day. And now it's just like, it just feels like the spectacle has kind of superseded the in-ring, you know, there's outside spectacle, but what about the in-ring spectacle, the awesome matches when it gets down to the nitty gritty? It just feels like some of that's missing. Yeah, well, it's because they've made the show so big because they want to get everybody on it. Yeah. It's not as special as it used to be. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. No, no, I don't think it is at all. Uh, next up was the Street Profits versus Seth and Murphy. And uh, I wasn't uh, overly geeked about this match, to be yeah. honest. And the crowd clearly was not. That was the deadest the crowd was the whole night, I thought, was for that match. Uh, but we talked about Corey's great line about uh, Otis looking like Gritty. I like that Tom said Angelo Dawkins was looking like Brian Dawkins, the former great Philadelphia Eagle safety, when he laid the big hit. So, uh, lots of good references. Yeah, good there. Philly reference. Another yeah, good Philly sports reference. references yeah. generally. Um, this match just didn't do a lot for me, uh, except it's seemingly more than anything else sets up AOP maybe against the Viking Raiders, uh, whether it's at WrestleMania or for a feud, and obviously KO against Seth Rollins. KO against Seth Rollins, I can't wait for that. So I'm pretty excited. The problem is that leaves Buddy Murphy in the dark. Yeah, what happens <laughs> he's got so much momentum lately with being paired with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's kind of left without anything to do, then what? Like you said, he'll, I don't know. He'll he'll be in the Andre the Giant. He'll be the uh, <laughs> he'll be the side man, like the pumping him up on the sidelines. Yeah, on the so, apron. So I mean, cheering him on. I mean, I, we'll, as we wrap. We're going to talk a little more about WrestleMania and talk about maybe matches we're looking forward to or that we hope are going to happen. Yeah. Uh, up next was uh, Strowman versus Cesaro, Sammy, and Shinsuke for the IC Championship. Uh, I I got to say, I was completely surprised in this. I thought it was going to be Strowman railroading the three of them. Uh, what happened to me was a huge surprise. I thought it was a surprise, too. Uh, I liked it in that, hey, Sammy's got a flipping yeah. title. Yeah. And Sammy Zayn, if you guys know me, he's one of my top five favorite wrestlers right now. He's, like, awesome. I've always loved him. And I've been kind of bummed lately that he hasn't been wrestling. And he was in this match. It was cool. But at the same time, it's like, I like that he won a lot. But it's like he won in the heelish way. We're like, oh, I'm not in the match. Oh, I am in the match just to get, like, the win. Um, It's like he's so good. He could have a tear down the walls type of match and yet they never use him like that right so if this leads to something where sammy gets to wrestle those type of old school awesome matches and not just wrestle like a like a chicken heel i'd really like that better uh in terms of this like the result is great but yeah his his part in it i'm like yeah he's just playing typical heel although i gotta say i was i was skeptical about heel sammy at first i really didn't like it but man he's so good on the mic as a heel he He is is really good he is. He, and, he's uh, excelled. Dave says he deserved it, and he does deserve a belt. 
he does. He's like incredible. People never freaking talk about Sammy anymore because he never wrestles. <laughs> like Sammy, he wrestles still. <laughs> yeah, he wrestles. <laughs> and hopefully he'll wrestle more. I don't know. We'll see. I think he's just going to be a chicken heel. Now I will say we'll see. his haluva kick was not very good. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> that was pretty terrible. It's really hard. I'm sure when those guys are like holding Balance him up. Him, yeah. yeah. No, I know. I, I'm not having saying. to get as high as they put him. <laughs> like you know, how do they know what height to do? <laughs> Uh, finally, the women's elimination chamber match. We talked about that a little. Uh, uh, right off the bat, Ruby Riot's cannonball off of the uh, chamber was pretty cool visual. Just dro- yeah. dropping like she was dropping into a pool on the natty. As we talked about, natty took a beating in the she <laughs> did. Oh my god! Uh, Sarah had that great cross body off the pod, but she, she landed dri- completely on natty. Oh, she head. drilled natty in the face with like and, her knee, and then the, her, natty's head hit the the the. Floor. Oh, poor Natty. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> uh, Shayna came in, managed to tap Sarah and Ruby in the span of like 20 seconds. And then, again, poor Natty again. The slamming of the door on Natty was, was another it, great visual, especially when they She made the it. first one look good. Yeah. Really good. The camera work, too, really excelled. Uh, there. Ends up tapping her out. Asuka, she didn't really get I to perform Natty, in the oh, ring. Oh, Natty did tap out. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asuka didn't get to perform a lot in the ring, but her, st- her, oh, her, her yelling yes, in the pod great. was one of the funniest loud. things in, in the whole show. It was. It was great. I mean, I've and said, like, I don't know. What was she doing? She's doing this weird hand blah, stuff. Blah, blah. She's like. <laughs> yeah. I like but I love her just <laughs> yelling crazy. in Japanese and just going crazy. And we don't know what she's saying, but it's just so funny. And it's she's great. so animated. She is great. Um, but I, I again. With her, I guess there's going to be a women's tag team match at WrestleMania is my best guess. Her and well, she's got to keep wrestling as a tag wrestler. They haven't really been doing too much lately. Right. Uh, what do you all think about uh, returning Ali versus Sammy for the IC title or a potential multi-man IC title match? I think the second is probably a likely that they'll be because again, just what we talked about, they want they seem to want to get so many people into the show yeah. that IC title. I could see it's probably being, not going to be a multi-man. Yeah. But at the Probably same time, but at the same time, I could see it being Braun squashing Sammy in like 30 seconds for revenge. Yeah. So I just see Sammy losing it regardless. And that's why I'm kind of bummed. Like, so he won it in not like a glorious fashion, really. And now he's probably going to turn around and lose it. I don't think he's going to have many great, awesome caliber matches with the IC belt, which is a shame. But I will say I, I'm. She not so much. I love Mustafa Ali, so I know. or just Ali as they changed it to, just like they changed Murphy. Well, maybe they'll give him a little more of a personality if it is him with this glitch. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he was just kind of like, yeah. There's so many great wrestlers, but like, what does what makes Ali that much different? Yeah, that's all. Seeing some of his backstory is a little cool. Like he does seem like a great guy. Mm-hmm. That makes him a little more compelling. But again, they don't really highlight that too too much in the forefront. If he's this guy, who knows what they'll do with him? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, how about Shayna blasting Liz into the side of the Liv, pod? Yeah. I mean, live into the side of the pod. That was great. In fact, like I think that was the second most brutal part of the match. I mean, like you had all kinds of like poor Natty, like getting her head <laughs> basically stomped on when Sarah went off the top. But yeah, the live thing was the second craziest thing. That was nuts. Yeah, because it looked brutal, like just the, the camera angle and everything. Yeah, I don't. I said to you during the match, it's amazing that there was enough space there to swing live. The camera guy was right there, so, so to not hit the camera guy. Yeah. And hit live into the side of the pod 
was pretty cool and it was a good visual and it led to uh live uh losing by passing out and then oscar as you mentioned passed out al- almost as quickly as live that's the thing like if you're gonna have oscar pass out too well, you just had flipping Liv pass out, and it like lasted the same amount of time. Asuka's supposed to be this big contender. She's gone toe to toe with Becky Lynch. She's beaten Becky Lynch before, of course, not the last time, but still, it's like you've got a you know a former prominent person, and then you, she just goes away so easily. Eh, you know. I'm also surprised that Becky did make an appearance at the top of the stage at the end of the show. Just to, like, do a stare down? Right. Yeah. yeah she did have some cocky, like, looks backstage while she's right. watching the monitor. I like how she wasn't just doing the whole smiling thing. Like, she right. did kind of smile, but almost in, like, a, oh, I'm intrigued to face you kind of way. Right. Hey, C Wrestling UK, thanks for joining us. And thanks, everyone who's watching right now. We appreciate all you guys. Leave your thoughts on the pay-per-view in the comments. We'll try to read them. Uh any you know grade that you have the you give the pay-per-view drop that too yep and uh this is kind of our welcome back uh we're not gonna go weekly anymore uh on our podcast on the podcast uh we will do some occasional after live events like this uh we're gonna try and do a monthly podcast uh it was just too much and i know kelsey here got a little burned out on wrestling especially after what happened on the most recent uh website so uh, we're going to just kind of ratchet it back a little bit. But, you know, once a month or so, we're going to talk wrestling. And, you know, I think we'll talk probably post-WrestleMania, maybe before WrestleMania. I mean, we'll be there. So yeah. it makes sense for us to kind of give a eyewitness kind of ex- yeah. experience. Well, maybe before and after. We'll see. Yeah. I, we're not going to lock into a set time, day, or anything like that. But It's really just for fun. It's not really like, oh, we have to make this work and we have to have great numbers. Right. Just because, like, I'm getting so burnt out on this wrestling uh, media trying to make it. It's just too hard. You guys, I could fill a whole podcast on the drama with wrestling media. It's not just me. It's like no. actual stuff that happens and exists. Yep. Uh, Dave, we're glad that you're happy we're back. Thank you, Dave. We and, appreciate uh, you. Uh, CK Wrestling says, uh, gotta say, love the pay-per-view until the main event. The final match absolutely sucked, he thought. So I don't know if I would go with absolutely suck. Well, it was I just, really quick. I just didn't like how quick some of it was. Like I a said, a lot of it was quick. Like I said, I would have had Shayna come out last and then annihilate everybody and give everybody else a longer time to battle. Yeah, instead of having all those stare downs, which felt like it lasted yeah. forever. Like you know, Shayna's staring down Lip, and then Shayna's staring down Asuka. It took forever. Uh, instead, you could have used that for part of like a match if Shayna exactly. wasn't in yet. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. So I that, in that part, I agree. That 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 was time wasted. That I mean, I mean, for sure it was four minutes where nothing was happening. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know about four. I mean, yeah, you think it was four minutes? Min- it's two minutes between each pod, and and you think it was basically a whole full two minutes that I, she was pretty looking? much, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it did feel really long. It really <laughs> I mean, did. Even if it was only a minute and a half, it felt like forever. So well, we're glad you like the show, See Wrestling UK. Um, <laughs> thanks for dropping your opinion there, because you know a lot of people are kind of. Eh, so so on it we, we gave it a solid b because like there were some really good parts just i think there were some sloppy parts of matches and like i said the main event too was just too quick in my opinion yeah i'll read that nice comment from c i don't like to read nice comments about <laughs> myself out loud but i'll read it i guess <laughs> c wrestling uk says you 100 percent keep going you're really good no matter what you're talking about you're educated and fair that's rare it takes a long time to grow on youtube but i'm 100 sure you guys are going to do it thanks so much it's really sweet i appreciate that, is, that. that it's been nice. a hard road but <laughs> we're yeah. at least gonna have some fun and try to talk it 
once a month. Yeah, last year, from July until uh, like January this year was kind of a rough patch for wrestling between two wrestling websites. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Um, You know, especially as we were excited to be on both. Well, it's, yeah, and it's like, you know, after you have all that content done, it's like not even on our own channel anymore. Right. Like all the stuff we did is (laughs) on those channels. It sucks. It's Um, great shit, but it's gone. Let's uh let's look forward instead of looking back and and you know if you have any more comments about tonight's pay-per-view great but uh now we're only a few weeks away from WrestleMania what are you guys looking forward to at WrestleMania what are you looking forward to uh the the match card is starting to come together mm-hmm. I know it's really crazy to say this but I honestly have hope that they'll they'll do the right thing and put Bray over Cena I'm just really intrigued by that match I really am because you know the funny thing is, so the last match they had, you know, Bray Wyatt was in the Wyatt family, which did mm-hmm. have like a kind of a mythos behind it. It had like a magical feel in terms of like Bray was being all creepy. And there's this great video package. I think that's when they played the Eminem song mm-hmm. that I really like Legacy mm-hmm. in that video package where they're showing like John Cena looking in the mirror and he's like seeing visions of the Wyatt family of Bray. So, so there was like a supernatural feeling element in that first match and now it's a whole different kind of supernatural element it's just gonna be cool to see the comparison how is it gonna be compared to that last match at wrestlemania 30 and um is the result gonna be you know how we want it to be with bray going over what should be hopefully it will be uh goldberg and roman intrigues me in that what no let me finish i just said what (laughs) goldberg and lesnar uh, was a really great match for as long as Goldberg could go. We knew Goldberg's at 10, 15 minutes at most. And the match at WrestleMania 33 with Brock Lesnar was a terrific match. He's pretty good. So Roman has got to match that somehow. Like to me, the pressure is on Roman to make it as good as Lesnar did against Goldberg. That's a good point there. And it's like completely different opponents, him and him and Roman are two different wrestlers, like completely in terms of their style and even their size, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, Roman's big, but like when you think Brock, you just think, I don't know, you just, he comes off in your mind as massive, you know? So to me, it it is intriguing in that. How are they going to book it? How is the sequence is going to play out? And you know, how are they going to make it last any kind of length of time? It really will be, I guess, up to Roman to kind of carry it. I think. I think so too. I mean, as, as good as Goldberg has looked, especially at his age, I mean, he's still, you know, again, a 10, 12, 13 minute match at most. So Roman to me is really going to have to, uh, do well in that match, I think. Yeah, I mean, the pressure's on. Uh, Lesnar and McIntyre, I think, will be solid, but it doesn't excite me, you know? Uh, I think the, the best storyline going is Edge and our, uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Uh, so That has a lot th- of layers now behind it, because they put a lot of time into the yeah, story so, so far. That has potential to be really good, hopefully. And look, the pop for Edge is going to be off, off the chain. Yeah, it will. <laughs> 70,000 people going crazy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, and he finally gets another WrestleMania moment when he probably thought he never would get one again. So yeah. that's pretty special. Um, you know, Becky and Shayna, I think is going to be great. I'm excited about Shayna. I love Shayna. She's like my favorite heel in all of WWE. We've said that for a long time. She's such a good heel. Like man or woman, she's one of the best heels in WWE. Just She comes off as... You really are scared. <laughs> at least I am. When I look at her, I'm like, man, I'm intimidated. So it's to me, it's someone who's not really putting on an act of being tough. They are tough. So to me, to see her go against Becky, 
I'd really love to see her win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that happening, but I'd love that. Uh, Billy Lehman says he wants Drew to win, and I, I think he will. I think he is going to win. I look. This is a guy that Vince fell in love with. What, ten, twelve years Tons ago? Of years ago. You know, he was going to be the next thing, and you know, through a series of things, partially on him, partially booking, whatever, it didn't happen. So I think he is going to win. I think he is too. Um, and the momentum is behind him right now in terms of they're really booking Lesnar as such like a unlikable guy. Right. It's awesome. It, it's it, they've done well with telling the story. You know, Heyman's helped too. With he always helps. Yeah, he's story. great. He's incredible. Uh, Drew is only winning though because of the BT Sports stuff in the UK, and they need a UK champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true too. Um, uh, we can't forget about Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley. I'm that, excited about that. that. Actually, actually, that might be the match I'm most excited for, more than anything we talked about, because I really love Rhea Ripley. And Charlotte's like the best women's wrestler, period, in my opinion. A lot of people crap on her, whatever. I think she's amazing. I think it's going to be awesome to see how they go against. And it makes NXT seem so important that Charlotte's actually doing this match, you know? Yeah. Very revolutionary that she chose to to do that so uh, you know we saw andrade and Carrillo tonight do they go at it again does andrade put the belt against somebody else that'll be an interesting one that's gone on a long time already but yeah. we'll see uh we already mentioned the ic title what could happen there uh tag team matches are interesting i mean you know street profits are the champs are they gonna get a one-on-one tag team match at WrestleMania. I feel like gonna if be a they lot do, of I think that's going to be on the pre-show. Yeah. Otherwise, I could see that being a them versus two or three other teams. That's what I'm saying. Like, like somebody said earlier, I really do think there's going to be a lot of tags, uh, multi-men tag matches because well, you fit everybody in. That's I, what, like they said, that's what that's what you said. They like to fit in everybody right. nowadays. It's not a special thing anymore. It's almost not as elite in terms of who gets to be on the show. Right. Uh, KO and Seth Rollins. I almost forgot about that. Oh, totally yeah. oh, looking God. forward to yeah. that. Oh, that's that's got to be, be great. That'll be awesome. They've built that up for a very long They've done well with that. So, you know, uh, I was kind of criticizing it, comparing it to last year in terms of matches. I just mean in terms of there's so many legends we're over-relying on this year. Oh, I agree. But there are some gems to look forward to at WrestleMania, I think. And the build to some of the, the matches have been great. And if we were talking about build, I mean, last year there was terrible builds to both of the stories we liked. The Kofi build was good, but at the same time, they convoluted it with making him jump through all these crazy hoops. Same thing with the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch stuff. That became so ridiculous and confusing and random and weird. It just got to be crazy. So, you know, they had great matches, but the build for both of those weren't necessarily good at all. Right. Uh, this year, I think there's been some solid build as opposed to last year. And what about Bailey? Who does Bailey go against? To me, Bailey isn't the most prominent champion right now, and she's the one I forget about the most. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, you know. I guess she could go against the sexy Southern Belle again, but I, I or sassy Southern Belle. <laughs> well, no, because then they threw in sexy. They made her the sexy sassy Southern Belle. That's like her <laughs> new name. Yeah, well, so that's what they said on SmackDown. Uh, hi, CJ. Um, I, I yeah I don't know what you do with her. Like I said, I could see Oscar and Kyrie defending the tag team belts against uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. I could see that because you know Alexa just kind of shouted out and well called them out when she was doing the moment of bliss the other day. Right. I mean, even though I'd rather see 
Bailey and Sasha just go against Asuka and Kyrie. I think it'd make it for a much better match. Oh, I think that'd be incredible. Uh, but then, you know, then you basically aren't having the SmackDown women's belt on the line at WrestleMania, which I'd be fine with. I'd ra- I'd rather sacrifice that and have Sasha and Bailey go against Kyrie and Asuka. And then Bailey might be a double champion at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, but not super, but you know, well, you and I have gone to quite a few now together. Yeah. I mean, compare it to how you felt before some of the other ones, like last year. Hmm. Are you looking forward to this year's mania more than last year's or, you know, even the year before? Well, I, I would say this one, 33 that we went to in Orlando, there were so many good matches. Cause remember you had, uh, Shane versus AJ in that. That was decent. Uh, you had the return of the Hardy Boys. Well, we didn't know, but yeah. But yeah, that and it, yeah, in advance of it, we so didn't we, know. you couldn't be excited about right. that, not knowing about it. But um, yeah, you know, even the the Roman Undertaker at that point was an interesting build, and Goldberg versus Brock. I was more into that, but I would say. I was more into the WrestleMania 30 here in New Orleans. That was the probably, ones I've been to. Of all the ones I've been to lately, I mean, you know, 30 was my first, and I think 30 was the best in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Israel Vaquera says he wishes WrestleMania was a two-night event. I'm torn on that, too, because... Extra price to pay. Extra price to pay. It's... It's spreading it out. So then really everybody really would be included. Right. Like literally everybody. But Wrestle Kingdom just did it and it it worked. It worked for them, yeah. yeah so, but we didn't go, so I don't know what it would be like to no, attend. No. You know, I don't um, know how different that would be. But you would have to cut it down. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say, CJ. It couldn't it be would five have hours to, yeah, each. Three hours each. Then I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Then the two night, but if you're gonna do two <laughs> five hour shows. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's too long. I mean, last year it took us to like 1 a.m. to get back to the hotel. Maybe even later. Oh, it was later than that. Yeah. Was it like three? Yeah, it was Wait. like three. <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? It was insane getting out of there because there were so many people. Like, imagine having to deal with that two nights. Again, though, New York's different or New Jersey. Well, and they messed up at the trains. They and all did. That stuff. So that was, I guess, a special circumstance. But I do not want to deal with that with two nights, no matter where it is. I love Bailey, but I'm with you, Justin. This is this. She is the the most boring champion right now. There's just nothing to get excited about. With I her. gotta agree. It's like she's just become stale. I yeah. don't know what's going on. It's like they have nothing real for her to do. It just seems like she's squandering, and I don't think it's her fault. It's just like I'm not a big fan of the heel Bailey character, and I said this about Sammy when he went heel too. I didn't like it, but Sammy has grown into it, and he's really good on the mic, and he has excelled. Uh, that doesn't change that Sammy could also be a good babyface. But in terms of Bailey, I don't think she's ever really felt right in the heel role. People wanted to see it. People clamored to see it to see her go and turn heel, and now it's happened. And I just don't think she's comfortable in it, and that shows well, you know, to and, me. And, and there's no stories. And Dave said too the. Uh, the the role model gimmick that's fairly common the heel bailey's not working i i think you've got to and soon have her her turn or sasha turn more likely against each, against other. each other that's been teased for years and we still don't get it and you know if sasha turns on her then bailey can go back to being the lovable bailey which 
everybody loves so much more. And it, it sells merchandise with kids. You know, to me, it's better for the company. She's fits in that role. And yes, Dave talks about like a role model type of thing. Like if if Bailey's coming off like a role model, like I just think she's kind of like a sweet, like uh, naive fun-loving person when she's a baby face i kind of like it It just seems it seems genuine yeah and i feel like wrestlers excel when it seems like they're being a version of themselves she just can't be a bad person well yeah it it just it's not believable and it it goes with what cj said about your sammy character or comment is sammy is good both ways like he he, do either he's gotten really good as being a heel even though we weren't sure about that bailey it just doesn't work she just I don't know. She just seems like pouty and miserable. Yeah. You know, it's not even a good character. But like, you know, the, her, her mic skills and like her acting doesn't really sell it though no. either. So even though she's being pouty, it doesn't seem real. Like everything she says, I don't, I don't buy it. I no. don't buy into it. No. Cause we're used to seeing happy Bailey and happy Bailey is. It's the real Bailey. You know, I mean, there's certain people that just should be heels and should be faces. And some people can't do both. You some can, people can, you can experiment with it. Sure. But it doesn't work. You know, Randy Orton is better as a heel. Uh, you've said it before. Seth Rollins is better as a heel. Then there's people like Jericho who are good at both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't understand why Bailey and Sasha were teamed together as faces and as heels. That's true. <laughs> I mean, like, that was kind of mismatched <clears throat> and strange, but yeah. it is what it is. I mean, I thought they should just go against each other versus teaming together. I mean, it was great that they won, the ch- you know, the championships, but at the same time, it's time to give us that feud we've been wanting and clamoring for for months and months, to, well, years To now. reclaim what happened at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, which was one of the greatest women's matches of all time. Yeah. And arguably one of the great matches in the last, 10 years speaking of women's matches happy international women's day so uh, yes i've been celebrating all day (laughs) uh that's why we had the main event i don't know what i'm supposed to say there happy happy women's day happy women's day that's what you're supposed to say uh and so i think it was cool that the women got to main event but at the same time i feel like you know the match was too short so at the same time it's like yeah it was cool but not nearly long enough like they should have had they should have had the time I agree. Match should have been booked different. Uh, we're going to wrap things up here mm-hmm. uh, momentarily. Any other? Uh, <laughs> there you go, Dave. See, Happy Dave knows what to say. <laughs> um, any other uh, last thoughts by any of you? Any questions? Any uh, last comments? If you want to weigh in here in the next couple minutes. Otherwise, I've got a tweet of the week. Well, oh, re- reclaiming some something from our past, a tweet of the week. So on our podcast every week, the last you know few months of our podcast that we were doing, I would always share a favorite tweet of the week. I randomly found this, and it's too good not to share. So it's from at J-A-I-M-S Van Der Beek, and it's a picture of Velveteen Dream with Mr. Bean's face, and it says, Velveteen Bean! You can't see it, damn it, the glare! There it is. Wait. Come on, let's get it. We gotta see his... You can see the eyebrows. What the hell? Paul, help. <laughs> we gotta see this thing. Oh, there you can... There, you there it is. There <laughs> it is. All right. There it is, guys. You can kind of see it. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, it's the tweet of the week. Velveteen Bean. Uh, mean Bean. Mean Gene. Mean Bean. Yes. So put, put Bean's face on Mean Gene. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Promoting a couple things as we wrap things up. Uh... Yesterday was National Cereal Day, and Kelsey I'm excited. has 
morning madness coming and it's going to be 64 cereals going against each other um she's going to put eight seeds in as her top eight favorite cereals but everything else is going to be completely random mm-hmm. and the bracket drawing is tuesday is it is correct? tuesday and i'm going to try weetabix if you guys don't know what weetabix is apparently it's like this brick like cereal some people have it with cold milk some people have it with warm milk Mostly, like, British people. They were telling me all about it. Uh, I said I will try it. I have ordered it from Amazon. It should be in by Tuesday. And so, not only will I reveal the bracket on Tuesday, I will try Weetabix. I am playing around with trying two versions. If you, my assistant, will bring me some more milk, I will try it warm on air. So, that that's something that's going to go on all month. She's going to put... Once the brackets are out, she's going to... Polls, yeah. There's going to be polls every uh, day. Uh, and we will see who is the champion of cereal. Let me tell them my eight seeds. I think. It's, yeah, since you've I already reveal... re- revealed it on Twitter, so sure. All right, so my eight seeds, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Rice Krispie Treats, and I want to specify Rice Krispie Treats cereal, the 90s recipe, because this is the only th- thing I'm kind of finagling on. Uh, there is... The, the cereal still exists, but they've changed the recipe. And since it's my bracket and my favorite and my top eight seeds, my top eight seeds includes Rice Krispie Treat cereal. The only cheating I'm doing is that it's kind of the 90s recipe version, not the today version. Anyway, Captain Crunch is another seed. Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Pebbles, this cereal no one's heard of, Honey Graham O's, and Frosted Mini Wheats. So I'm pretty darn excited. All delicious. And those that is not in any order of her eight seeds. Those no. are just going to be one and two seeds that will be plugged into the bracket. Every other cereal is going to be strictly by chance. It's going to be drawn out of a hat. Mm-hmm. And the bracket reveal is Tuesday night. Please tune in. I'm very excited. It's, about it's it. funny. The NCAA tournament bracket reveal is a week from tonight. But the cereal review is going to get the jump on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I got another thing to plug quickly is that I'm also doing some really fun pop culture themed things coming up. I've got a stream that's going to be about 90s kids movies. And I think I'm going to try to do that either at the end of this month or the beginning of April. We'll see because uh, WrestleMania might interfere with the timing on that. It, it's either going to be before or after Mania, right before or right after. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking all kinds of 90s kids movies. Movies. We're talking heavyweights, uh, Goofy movie, Home Alone, of course. We can't not talk Home Alone. So many fun movies. We got Hook. We got Mrs. Doubtfire. Lots of Robin Williams. He was very popular in the 90s, by the way. And lots of interesting facts, tidbits, all kinds of random trailers. In fact, I'm going to go through movie taglines as well. That should be a lot of fun. And, Look out for that. And make sure you check out her great video that she did last week on uh, Free Willy. Uh, excellent. Well-researched. If you want to uh, be entertained and learn, she's dropping the knowledge on this one. Yeah, I mean, and I've got fun little 90s trailers, like, you know, of I have the trailer from the 90s of Free Willy. I also have trailers of other Orca-themed documentaries. I figured out a way to put trailers in my stream. Really proud of that. I had some fun graphics, too. So, yeah, if you guys would check it out, it would really mean a lot. It's a long stream, but uh, I don't think it was boring. I think it was really... If I do say so myself, it was well researched. <laughs> yeah, I spent like God. It had to be at least forty-eight. Well, maybe twenty-four. Yes, maybe forty-eight's pushing it. But I don't know. I spent many nights all week researching. Uh, to answer your question, Dave, this is an all-state sugar bowl hat. It was just a media gift for covering the game this year. So that's all it is. Uh, and uh, Justin Cinnamon Toast Crunch wins by default. 
mini wheat is underrated. I agree on both of those. Those are two of my favorites. Although you asked me to pick my favorite cereal, I can't pick. But you just said those two are your favorites. No, I said they are two of my favorites. Can you think of any other ones you love? <clears throat> I know you like Captain Crunch. I do like Captain Crunch. I mean, I like, I like. There's not many cereals I don't like. Like even Raisin Bran's not my favorite. Raisin Bran Crunch is good, but I I don't mind Raisin Bran. I oh, you mean the hat. You're going to use to pull the names out of the. Cereal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were asking what my hat was. Um, I don't know. Do you have a special hat? Huh? Maybe, Maybe we have to do a special. Or hat. you could pull it out of that uh, assorted uh, cereal box up there. Maybe yeah. we'll put it in an empty cereal box. That would be thematic. Yeah, because well, it's an assortment pack, which yeah. has a bunch of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Maybe what that's what we'll use. do. And I could shake them, too. That would be easier to shake. Put them in the box, close the box, shake them, open yep. it up. That's a good idea because I was thinking, like, how are they going to get mixed up and shaked up? Or shaken up, whatever. <laughs> I wish I had a, I had a wheel. Like, you know, those cool wheels. Do, 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 do. The bingo wheel. The, I don't know why I'm doing the Price is Right theme. It does yeah. the balls. Yeah, yeah. I'm somehow singing the Price is Right theme, though. Yes. So, But Paul's hat now is cool, too. I guess. We're, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing the cereal box, I think we've decided. The assortment box. I thought you were taking a legitimate interest in my hat for some reason. <laughs> um, no, that's... Uh, What's your hat say? Also, no one cares what your hat yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, was one of the funniest things in the XFL game the other night when uh, sideline reporter comes over... And and she or it and, doesn't matter what and the player and the player said uh, said what's your name oh, I'm Diana it, it doesn't, doesn't matter what your name is that was fantastic <laughs> yeah. which by it the way doesn't matter what your head don't is. know if you guys have been enjoying the XFL but uh, we we've been to a couple games now one for work and one for fun They've, yeah we got to be in the press box area yeah, definitely was, different than the NFL let's just say that yeah. <laughs> in terms of press area yeah yeah especially because she was sitting next to the DC uh, defenders. Uh, social media guys and they were like cursing up a storm so weird yelling about the game you don't do that in the press box by the way you're not supposed to do that all right we're getting off topic so this is all wrestling related (laughs) the xfl vince mcmahon and in fact remember the guy in your package was like we're thankful to get cut is that the one who said thanks to Vince McMahon? No, no. He, yeah, I mean, there was a guy that said thanks to Vince McMahon, but he's not the one. He's not the cut. same one who no, got cut. Okay. No. So Paul did a really cool package on these guys, you know, so thankful to be in the XFL, to have another opportunity to play. They all went to LSU. Paul does an LSU show. And so that's how we tied it in. And I would put it online, but the SEC is very strict about SEC content online. Yeah. Any B-roll footage. And since there's video, there's video of the guys at LSU. Nope. Uh, don't say anything else, Justin. I'm DVR in the game, so uh, I, I don't want to hear what's going on in the Tampa LA game. I'm going to watch that when we're done here. So, all right, well, we're about to wrap up right now. We thank you guys for giving us your time. Again, if you didn't get a chance to drop your thoughts on the pay per view, you could always tweet at me at Super Kicking It S U P E R K I C K I N G I T. Please give us a like on this video. Please share if you really enjoyed it. Also, where can they follow you? At P Boron eighty eight and. Uh, Look out for more podcasts. Are we officially saying that or not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. At least we're going to shoot for once a month. Uh, and we will probably try and do one again maybe before we leave for WrestleMania. And our Twitter we <laughs> never use is at TwoFacePod, T-W-O-F-A-C-E-D-P-O-D. Definitely, yep, like we said, uh, subscribe. If you guys haven't already subscribed, that would mean a lot to me especially because I'm trying to grow this channel to be bigger and better than ever. Yes. And lots of pop culture content to come. And every now and then some wrestling stuff with my boy Paul here. Yep. So thanks, you guys. Appreciate your time. Hope you have a great rest of the evening. And 
unless you're in Britain, which I guess it's in the middle of the night. Uh, it's uh, creeping up on morning. <laughs> well, then have a great rest of the morning to you. <laughs> All right. Bye, All right everyone. See you guys.